0: Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better. And of course, not just makes us better, but our lives better. And sometimes, guys, we try things uh, with our nutrition, with our food, with our diet, and they didn't work. And that's okay, because not every experiment has to work but it's important to learn from it and know when to abandon that experiment and try something new, hopefully better. So failed experiments. Guys, I tried so many dietary, nutrition, and lifestyle experiments uh, that uh, whenever someone uh, comes to me for advice, most probably I tried that thing that they are considering doing. For example, for a while, I did this thing, this intermittent fasting process, that called OMAD or um, one meal a day lifestyle or diet uh, or an intermittent fasting protocol. So one meal a day for a few months, I was doing one meal a day. So basically eating all of my food in just one meal. Uh, mostly to see how it's gonna change my body composition, my fat loss and my muscle mass. Uh, but also because again, I'm a creature of convenience. I don't like to be cooking and spending like too much time in the kitchen. So I thought maybe I'll try this thing one meal a day and maybe um, it will be a convenient thing That uh, is also will help me to stay in my ideal weight. Um, And I did it for a while, uh, for a few months. And from one perspective, you can say that I succeeded because uh, it did help me to save time. It did maintain my ideal body weight. and, And I managed to do it for a few months. And I even managed to drop a couple of pounds doing that. But then I started developing this eating pattern where I would do one meal a day for a few days, usually four or five days, and then I would have this insatiable hunger and I wanted to eat a lot of food and I would eat a lot of food. Now, I wouldn't eat any junk food because I've been eating healthy foods for many years and for me, junk food or sweets, it's not even an issue. Like I don't, I naturally Don't crave them because I just know how, like, really, really bad it makes me feel uh, when it comes to my energy and my mental, like, anxieties and worries. And uh, then, you know, for many days, I'll be like just not myself. Uh, So uh, I would eat a lot of healthy foods, like I could eat a kilo of nuts, I'm not even joking here, sometimes even more, or just eat a lot, a lot of different foods, vegetables and proteins and fats and and, again, nuts and um, everything you can imagine and fruit and, uh, and... Some people may say, but that's also healthy food. But, you know, when you eat to a point when your stomach hurts um, and that insatiable hunger would usually intensify at night around like 7, 8 p.m. And you eat all this food right before going to bed. Now, next morning, you're not going to be waking up feeling uh, good. And uh, usually for several days, especially if I would eat a lot of nuts or like nut butters, uh, for like five, six days, I would feel really heavy and just, you know, my digestion would be completely off and hunger also will be all over the place. Um, And I developed this pattern where, again, for four or five days, I'll be all fine and then i would binge basically on all these yeah nutritious but still it's going to be a, a it would be a lot of food and plus one meal a day didn't exactly work in one another aspect after this big meal and you know in order to maintain one meal a day lifestyle you need to eat good amount of food and protein and fats and fiber if you want to eat all of your of the all of the nutrition that your body and your gut microbiome and your brain needs um so I would eat quite a lot of food in you know, that one meal, and then I would feel heavy, and I would feel not really be that productive uh, the rest of the day, and that also didn't work, and that's why now my window, my eating window is uh, six hours, where I basically eat three meals, um, and I feel really, really good i i still have quite a big main meal but not you know the same as one meal a day it's like three times smaller and i get to enjoy my food to the fullest i still feel like it's very convenient to just cook one bigger meal and then i have two meals that are smaller but still usually have like a lot of fiber and protein and healthy fats so, and this is working much better. And I don't have those um, days when I feel like I'm insatiably hungry and ready to eat like several pounds of food. So, one meal a day, in theory... It sounds really good, but for most people, especially women, that's what it causes. So if you are trying to do these intermittent fasting protocols, when you fast for many hours, you're trying to fast for many hours every single day, and especially as a beginner, and then you feel this insatiable hunger, guys, it's not your fault, it's biology. You just need to choose something else that will deliver results and will not cause the insatiable hunger that will sabotage all of your progress. So, one meal a day, you know, an experiment that worked on one side, but then it didn't really work on um, all these other aspects, like feeling heavy after my main meals and then developing the insatiable hunger for a lot of food. So, you always got to evaluate whatever you are doing from all aspects. Like how does it m- make you feel mentally? Are you up starting to think obsessively about food all the time? Uh, how's your mood? how are your energy levels? Are they all over the place? Like sometimes you're low on energy, really, really low, and then your mood goes really, really low, Or and sometimes you're super high. So how does it affect all of this? Other aspects, your sleep. How's your sleep? Um, are you able to sleep uh, with dreams? And you know, you wake up and you are all refreshed and ready to go. Uh, how, what you're doing nutritionally, <clears throat> affects your sleep. It's also a very, very important aspect of health. And then your period, if you're a woman, or your workouts, your sexual drive, if you're a guy, um, your hair, uh, everything, you know. You need to evaluate all these other aspects and don't think that, you know, all oh, this thing is working, but I just need to figure these issues. Maybe this thing that you think is working is causing these issues and you need to reevaluate because our health, our human health is quite a complex um, concept. It consists of many of these aspects, you know, your emotional, your mental health and stability, um, your energy levels, your mood, your sleep, your hormonal balance. All of this got to be evaluated if you want to find um, a strategy that works for you um <clears throat> for life or at least for many years and improves and adds the quality uh, to your life, not take away from it. Uh, You know, like the point of life is not to be perfect with your diet. The point of life is to have a good life experience. And if your diet, your nutrition strategy, your exercise routine doesn't make you feel like it adds to your life, but instead like it's taken away from it, then it's not a good strategy for you. Choose something else. There are many, many other things that you can try. Don't be stick with something that isn't working. And if for a couple of weeks you aren't feeling like it's getting better, it's getting you to a better place, there is a good chance it's not going to work ever. So please do uh, stop this and find something else that works. Now, another aspect of nutrition, especially relevant to women and plant-based eaters, that... There is a lot of confusing information if you read a lot of stuff on internet. There is no confusion if you read scientific papers and people who actually do the research. I'm talking about the amount of protein and all these plant-based diets that say that you don't need all this protein, that plants have plenty. Um, It's not actually confirmed by normal science. So a study published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition set out to uncover the impact that increasing one's protein ratio would have on levels of ghrelin. And ghrelin, by the way, guys, it's a hormone released mostly in your stomach that makes you feel hungry. So the researchers put test subjects, or people basically, on either an adequate protein diet that, according to bad science, is 10% protein, 60% carbohydrate, and 30% dietary fat. Um, Other people, they put on a higher protein diet that was 30% of protein, 40% of carbohydrate from calories, and 30% of dietary fat. So the results found the test subject with a higher protein ratio had higher levels of satiety, so basically they didn't feel hungry, Um, A higher resting metabolic rate. So we're all trying to increase our metabolic rate not to put too much fat in storage, right? And higher levels of fat oxidation. So they burned more fat. They burned more fat, yet they were more satisfied. So basically they stayed not hungry. And another study found that simply increasing the protein ratio or basically eating more protein-rich foods like um, eggs, meat, fish, um, in the first meal of the day led to increased levels of ghrelin, of decreased levels of ghrelin. So basically, if you eat a lot of protein in your breakfast, and uh, most people actually don't do that, like surprisingly, people would eat oats with some yogurt. Yogurt has only 9 grams of protein, whereas um, adequate amount of protein for breakfast is like 30, um, t- just to give you an idea. So high-quality protein for breakfast decrease the amount of hunger you feel for the rest of the day high protein is often overlooked in the debate about whether dietary fat or carbohydrates are more important so guys most important nutrient is is actually protein when it comes to um, satiety to less fat more muscle uh, and to also to lose fat easier eating at the same time more food and it has a lot to do with the way protein works in our body, how it is digested. Um, it requires about 20-30% of energy from that food, that protein food to just digest that food. Whereas for carbohydrates, it's like 5 to 10. And for fats, it's basically zero. So all the energy in fats goes right into your um, energy bank account to um, kind of use a metaphor. Uh, Whereas, again, with protein, it's the least. 20-30% is taken by your body to just be able to process that food. Um, And in general, girls and boys, um, what's like the, from my experience and clinical data, what's the ideal amount of protein to keep you satiated, to also help you to maintain a lean body mass uh, now and especially later in life, to um help your body to create all the um, structures it needs to create, anything from your skin to hormones to um, your cellular membranes to your um, antibodies for your immune system to fight any virus and infection. So what's a good amount? uh, two grams per kilogram of body weight. So for example, if you were, I don't know, uh, 60 kilograms, then you will need 120 grams of protein at least. Um, and, or... Yeah, it's 2.2 actually. Yeah, that's the, the actual formula. So even a little bit more than, uh, two grams per kilogram. And then it's one gram of, if you measure your weight in pounds. So for example, if you are, let's say 130 pounds, you'll need 130 grams of protein per day. And please do not assume the amount of protein. Like again, yogurt has, for example, only 150 grams of yogurt or one regular cup is 9 grams of protein. One egg is only 6. So if you eat one egg for your breakfast and you think you're done with your protein, well, you only got 6 grams. So you have like another 124 to to eat that day. Um... And when it comes to plant-based sources, they're just not the same. We already talked about that on this podcast, because a protein, we need certain amino acids or building blocks of protein to... to allow our body to do everything it needs to do and to trigger satiety or fullness in our body. And so we need certain amount of certain amino acids and plant-based foods. They aren't like animals and that's why they do not provide the same amino acids that we need. So from animal foods like your eggs, your um, fish, your meat... That's where your chicken, you know, your duck. uh, That's where you get the amino acids that human body uh, mostly needs. So that's on protein side. So if you are interested in maintaining ideal body weight without feeling hungry, um, for now and many years from now, then please do eat your protein and. If you need more advice on how much protein you need, what sources are the best, please do let me know. I'm more than happy to help you with that. Also check out my Instagram profile. I posted um, protein amounts for different foods uh, on in my stories yesterday because um, somebody on Facebook asked me to do so. Um, and then the last point that I'd like to talk to you about is um, willpower around foods that melt in your mouth. Uh, I'm talking about potato chips i'm talking about different kinds of pops puffs or um, ice cream Um, anything that melts in your mouth really fast that has um, a lot of um, processed stuff usually sugar and fat and uh, it's manufactured foods those all these snack foods that basically melt in your mouth so here is something interesting i'd like to read to you Today, we have a whole new category of foods that can barely even tickle the um, certain signals in our guts that allow us to know that we are full. There is this scientific term that I was trying to translate. These foods easily enable us to consume hundreds or even thousands of calories without signaling fullness. What foods am I talking about? Well, if you were ever eating Cheetos, then you know exactly what I mean. Doritos, um, Fritos, legendary Lay's potato chip itself, whose own marketing brag that you can't eat just one. All of those foods induce a phenomenon known as a vanishing caloric density. You put it in your mouth, bite down on it for a couple of crunches, and then it seems to just melt into almost nothing. A food scientist from Chapman College, Stephen o. Witherley, states, if something melts down quickly, your brain thinks that there is no calories in it. You can just keep eating it Forever. I don't know about you but i personally crushed whole bags of potato chips and if i was feeling fancy i'd easily knock down a can of Pringles. so guys uh there is a whole so, like there are a lot of scientific divisions that uh, food companies like the ones who make lace and cheetos um, or Pringles, they hire those food scientists to figure out how to make you Eat more, non-stop, and crave more and more and more. And so your brain and your gut, they don't give you the signal that you are getting a lot of calories. That They don't signal fullness. So if you have these foods in your house and you think, well, from now on, I'm just going to eat a few chips. That's not going to happen, guys. It's not about your willpower. It's about how our brain and gut work. Now, scientists, food scientists, they figure out that if they can make something melt in your mouth, no matter how many calories it has, you're gonna, your brain will think there is nothing and you will want to eat more and more and more, no matter how many calories in it, again. And also, they balance out the flavors that triggers your brain to be just addicted enough to want more and more and more, but not nutritious enough to make you stop eating them. So, um, again, if you have these foods in your house, house that you know when you start eating, you can't stop eating them, they usually melt in your mouth, they have intense flavors, uh, usually artificially created. Uh, if you have these foods in your house, please get rid of them, because most of you will never, and I'm serious about this, will never be able to manage those foods when you are around them so please if you are interested in maintaining your healthy eating habits for life please do get rid of these foods eliminate them from your house everyone in your household um, your family your girlfriends girlfriends your kids they will benefit from it and whenever you feel like you want to have a dessert you know you alone or with someone else go out there and sit in a cafe and just have one piece of something. Don't bring anything into your house. Or if you do want to bring something into your house, just go to that bakery and buy one piece of cake. Just one. One cookie. Two cookies. You know, whatever you want to eat. Not, don't ever bring those foods in unlimited amounts into your house. Again, most of you guys, that's just how human biology and brain work... Uh, most of you will never be able to will power your way through moderate consumption of this manufactured to be highly addictive foods. So please do, please do get rid of these foods and and eat more protein to feel more um satiated and full and easily maintain a great lean body or without feeling hungry or overeating. So eat your protein. If there is diet strategy that you are trying, but it makes you feel super hungry or super moody or your energy levels are all all over the place and you can't even have energy for the workouts that you usually love doing, that means this diet or one meal a day lifestyle isn't working for you. So please do something else. Because again, the point of any diet or healthier way of doing things is not to do it perfectly but to actually add quality to your life not to take away that quality please always get some perspective on what you're doing and whether that's improving actually improving the quality of your life or not because no food no diet worse your unhappiness um And that's it for today, guys. That's all I wanted to uh, share with you this Monday. Hopefully, you found this episode um, helpful. And hopefully, it might make you think differently about what you are doing, what you are reading on the internet. That's the hope. It's always your decision. You're free to do whatever it is you want to do. But please do consider what you heard today, um, evaluating this new thing diet or a nutritional protocol you're trying or doing it's your choice but i just want to give you better information to bet to um have an ability to make more educated more well informed choice um, and, guys, it's new week, new beginning. Uh, enjoy it. Make the most out of it. Be your be- best self as much as possible. Use food to help you to do just that, being your best self. Share this episode with one another person who might find this information also very useful and interesting. If you have any thoughts, comments, please do share them on all social media or via email. Always feel free to reach out with any question. And... As usual, guys, till next time, eat better daily.